Welcome to the Send and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Louis Nichols. In my day job at Sparkloop, I spend all my time helping the best newsletter operators and media brands in the world to grow their audiences. So I get to see firsthand what growth tactics, strategies, and channels actually work, which ones you should copy, and what mistakes you should avoid. And now, with this podcast, you get that access too. Every week, I sit down with a different guest, from industry experts to successful operators, and we go deep on the stuff that you need to know so you can become really effective at growing and monetizing your email audience. Today, we're trying something a little bit different. I'm joined on the podcast by author, podcaster, and newsletter creator, Arvid Karl. Arvid is in the process of setting up a referral program for his newsletter, and he reached out and asked me if I could help him with his reward strategy. We ended up deciding to record the whole conversation so that you can get an inside look at what to think about when coming up with the perfect rewards for your own referral program. Arvid, it is great to chat again. Thank you so much for doing this. Can you maybe kick things off with some background on yourself and your newsletter for the listeners? Sure. So I have a blog and initially I was just writing blog articles and I wanted to keep some accountability and I just started something weekly, right? I wanted to release a blog post every week and the newsletter kind of forced me to do that. My blog um, is called The Bootstrap Founder. It is for bootstrap founders, for entrepreneurs and and creators, people who are trying to build something self-funded pretty much. And every week I share one story of something that I write about. And it could be any topic, could be something about software businesses, could be something about the creator economy or Twitter or audience building or whatever comes to my mind is essentially what I, uh, what I write about. And that is the newsletter. I have an article, I turn that into a newsletter. I also turn it into a podcast episode and a YouTube video at this point, because I narrate it into this very microphone. And then I kind of just tape myself doing that. And that's the content of it. And the audience is currently at somewhere around 4,800 founders and creators. And back when we had the first conversation, I think I had a couple dozen people, maybe a hundred or so followers. And I didn't really understand the, the value of word of mouth in the email space just yet. I totally understood it in the software as a service space. Like that, that was the primary way of how we sold a product at the business that, that I, I built with and co-founded and then built with my partner, Fita Panda. And we, we, everything was kind of word of mouth. So I understood the value of a referral system. I just didn't see it for my email newsletter just yet because I I didn't have that big of an audience anyway but now I do and I kind of want to grow it more organically and I think uh, this is the perfect time to do this and I'm really happy that you have me on today to to just explore and brainstorm because I'm I'm super excited I obviously made a couple notes already and I'm looking forward to uh, figuring this out together brilliant so we can jump straight in in that case and the place that I like to jump in is with a question that's maybe not super obvious as a starting point for referral strategy and rewards. Everybody wants to jump into the the fun stuff with, well, should I do stickers or or this and that? Where I would like to start is with the audience and with the transformation that the audience has. So Mm. let's say somebody joins up for your newsletter, they read the first edition, they're looking forward to next week's edition in Mm. their inbox. Why are they looking forward to it? Why are they going to open? What is the the, the transformation that they're going to have, what's the value they're going to get out of it? Mm-hmm. Well, the good thing is I wrote a lot of books or, and a lot of articles over the last couple of years, and I figured out that I really need to understand my why 
and the goals of the okay. people that I write for to write good stuff. So that is actually the first note I took on this whole thing. I have a Notion document open and the first thing is goals and outcomes. And I, I have a, a principle that everything I do has to be one of three or more, one or more of three different things has to do these things. And that is empowerment, engagement, and being valuable. Those three things. So if I do something on Twitter, I want it to be engaging. If I write a piece of content, it should be valuable and useful. And if I interact with a person, it should be empowering, it should be supportive and helpful. And that's what I want my readers to feel. That's kind of what I see them seek in the next uh, episode of my newsletter. I write something useful that triggered something that gave them an opportunity to do something with their business or to change something about the way they build an audience on social media or whatever it is I talk about. I give them something actionable that is engaging, empowering, or valuable, or all of th these three at the same time. And that's kind of what I want to see in, in the, the reward structure as well. But uh, honestly, I feel the value exploration has been more enjoyable at this point to me in thinking about it than actually coming up with rewards because any, any kind of foundational principle is much more important than the actual implementation of it. So I'm trying to, to kind of really, really thin out all these potential things that it could be. And I, that's why I ended up. I want it to be empowering, engaging or valuable. So let's take that then and let's move on to like the second sort of stage that I would normally walk someone through at this point, mm -hmm. which is before we get to the extrinsic incentive, i.e. The, the rewards and the giveaways and the fun stuff like that, let's talk a little bit about the intrinsic incentive. And I really want to focus on four questions, which are why will somebody share? Where will somebody share? Mm -hmm. Who is somebody likely to share with? Mm -hmm. And what are they most likely to share? I think they share because they learn something that is applicable to their business that they know that the people they might share it with also struggle with. Like um, what I write for essentially is is, is a one person in a community that is me a couple of years ago, right? the indie mm -hmm. hacker community, the founder or creator community, whatever. I'm just writing for myself in the past as the person who would have loved to know these things and then would have loved to share that with their friends and peers and, and enemies and frenemies and all these people, right? I. I, that's that's kind of how I see uh, Twitter, which is the next question, I guess, the answer for that. People are very likely going to share it on social media and Twitter in particular because most of my audience comes from that place and they share good and interesting things on that platform as well. And who, well, they, they, who they share it with? Their peers, other founders, other people who are trying to build a business or trying to build an audience, like whoever it is, creator, founder. And they are likely going to share either the link to the episode itself or the link to the version of the content of in the episode that they like most. Like I said, it's an article on my blog. It's the content of the newsletter. It's a podcast episode somewhere on Transistor and it's a YouTube video that is also the podcast just with me talking, right? So there's many different ways that people could consume it and four different distinct ways that people could share. So let, let's, I think all of those, you covered them super, super well, super succinctly. The one I want to focus on a little bit more is the what, the what they're mm -hmm. actually going to share. So mm -hmm. when we're talking about referrals specifically, obviously the way that it works is each of your subscribers will have a unique referral link that they can share mm -hmm. and they will get points when other people subscribe to your newsletter or join your email audience via that link. So the question is, what do you think Firstly, is the thing that they're most likely going to want to share at that moment. Yep. So it could be the existing article. It yep. could just as easily be a newsletter sign-up page. It could be a free chapter from one of your books. It could be mm -hmm. a downloadable that you've created. 
there are lots of different things that it could be. It's probably not the podcast episode because mm-hmm. that would be a, probably a slightly different call to action to go and download, you know, it yep. into Spotify or somewhere rather than to sign up for the newsletter. So, you know, firstly, what do you think is the thing that people are going to be like, oh, yes, that is something really valuable that I'd like to share with my friends, other bootstrappers okay. at this instant. And secondly, well, which of those things that they could share are they most, is, is that other person who reads it or who clicks on the link most likely to actually sign up for? Yeah, interesting. I, I've seen two things being done mostly in, in, in the past uh, 137 weeks, which is mm-hmm. people either share the, the full link to the blog post because within, like on my blog, on the Bootstrap Founder blog, and, and I have a link to the blog post in each episode, right? Because they are reflecting that that episode, I can easily put the link in there. So that's what people share. They share it on Twitter, they add something, either they, they just tell, they say what they like, the particular article or the particular newsletter, or what they, they have a particular quote from that, that they share, and then, then the link. But yeah, that's, that's kind of what happens most. Like people share a quote from the newsletter and then link to my Twitter profile. That's kind of how they share it on Twitter, or they share the full link to the newsletter's equivalent blog post, blog article page. So which do you think would be most successful for people to share in terms of like actually converting new subscribers? Would you like them to see, to see them sharing a landing page, sharing like, you know, like a sign up sort of lead magnet kind of page or the actual yeah. full article format with a, an email capture somewhere on the page? What do you think would work best? Currently, the way I've set it up is on my blog, the article has an email capture at the end which means that somebody needs to you know mm. read through the whole thing and then put their email in to to get the next one. Uh, I also have a landing page for the newsletter that has a very clear call to action, clear uh, sign up sheet in there. If you ask me like this, this would be the one that I would want them to share because obviously it's the highest likely one to convert cuz you know it has it right there, but then it has very little content on on that site. So somebody would share a sign up page that doesn't really have content. Yeah. You you can also have both, right? You can have a mm-hmm. share this article call to action inside the newsletter. And you can also have a here is the sort of landing page, share your referral link here. And the referral mm-hmm. link can obviously work across both of them, but it then gives people the option themselves, which one do they want right. to forward the article and share the article itself? Or yeah. are they really looking to, to share the landing page? Because people will also know if they share the landing page, they're more likely to get more signups, which means more mm-hmm. referrals and more likelihood of winning the rewards, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's it's not selfish to <laughs> to, okay. to give them sort of the best converting option, right? It's it's in their interest as well. I, I yeah. kind of want like a, a triple win, right? I want the win for for mm-hmm. the the person that shares it, the person that sees the that gets the share, I guess, like gets the referral link, and uh, me, I'm also in there somewhere. But I kind of want both parties to immediately benefit from somebody using a referral link. That's, that's kind of where, where I'm at. So that probably will impact <laughs> what we're going to do here. So, I mean, you can decide on that. And the nice thing is you can obviously just test this out, right? You can try it once. And if it doesn't work particularly mm-hmm. well, then you can move to a different one. It's, you know, it's a couple of clicks to, to change. Sure. So that's, that's something to definitely think about and test. Before you jump into that, I've realized there is a very important question that we should have talked about, and it's going to be very quick. So we'll do that and then jump into it. Do you have a target cost per subscriber in mind? No, let me just fl- flatly give you a no. I, I would like <laughs> to keep it, keep it low, keep it in, in, in the realm of things that I can do. Like not things that I can pay for, but for things that I could do with my existing stuff, right? With my time and with yeah. my, my info product offering. 
it's all that's kind of my, my okay. cost has as a shape not a number so in, in that sense like the we're aiming for as close to zero as possible on the money and a little bit more flexible with the time yeah i, I guess i mean obviously i could also like, yeah. pay for stuff that that is really not a problem my newsletter has uh, sponsors by the way i just wanted to say mm -hmm. that's how i monetize if, if anybody's <laughs> interested but i would like to keep it more and like, more personal more on the the engagement level and on the on the knowledge level but yeah you you will see this from the examples that i have do you want to share what you've what you've come up with oh i have a list caitlin uh, borgen she she posted on twitter a couple of days ago about implementing Sparkloop too right and i i just yeah. checked out her stuff and then got started like the whole google avalanche of figuring out interesting ideas and i really liked what she did and i i thought about what could i do and what do i have you know like what could i offer and with my reward goals in mind, like empowerment, engagement, and valuable content, I kind of came up with several things. I, I looked into my, my info products. I wrote two books and I have one course, Twitter course, I guess, that, that I released over the last two and a half years. And I found an old chapter from my first book, Zero to Sold, that I never published anywhere. So that is a, essentially a bonus chapter for my book that the people that read my stuff might already have or be interested in. So th that is called many roles of a bootstrap founder. Then obviously I have my products and my products are info products. So they have a, a margin cost of zero essentially for me because I can just send people a file, right? A video file or, or two EPUB files. So that that is an interesting potential goal or a reward goal uh, as well. Essentially giving my products away for free. Like Caitlin did with her checklist. Discounts was also a thing that I thought about, like a 50% discount for, for products that I have because most of the people that read my work uh, likely have one of my products, but maybe not all of them. So giving them some, some kind of, okay, now 50% or 70% discount don't really care much about that. I, it's it's a reward, right? So so that's that's kind of the the info products that I currently have. My thought was that I could create a little half hour course, just record myself doing something on Twitter content ideation. That's something that I've been thinking a lot about in the recent weeks. I've been doing a video every day about Twitter growth. So I might just as well turn my process of doing this into a little tiny course itself that people who give me a couple of referrals get for free. And beyond that, I could give a shout out in the newsletter to somebody who reached a certain amount of referrals. I kind of like that because the newsletter has always been me talking to my audience. Might just as well highlight other cool people that did something for me and my community. And on the highest end, I've come up with two things. One of them is a video shout out on Twitter that I would record myself for a couple minutes for somebody who reaches, I don't know, 50 or, you know, a certain amount of referrals uh, for them, their product or somebody they think deserves it which is kind of playing into the empowerment thing that I want to be one of the foundational principles here. I know it takes some time and it might cost some reputation, so I'm not really sure about that yet, because if it's a reward that I promise and somebody who I don't want to support, you know, gets the reward, do I still want to do it? That That is a, a problematic thing that kind of came up for me when I thought about it. But the other thing is just sending out a hand-signed copy of one of my books to the person that reaches a certain amount of referrals. So let me look at my list if that's everything. Oh yeah, one more. I make a video answering a question that the person has and post it, post it on Twitter for my audience. So those would be the, ref the ideas that I have. And then what I liked about Caitlin's approach was donating to a, a charity that I really like that. It's kind of cool. Like for every single referral she gets, she donates $1 to a, ch a charity of her choice. So that's my list. And then there's, you know, a t-shirt where I come up with something that I could give people or 
a draw for a consulting call, but I don't want it to be a gambling thing. I just want everybody to get something from uh, every reward goal that they reach. Nice. Okay. So let's leave aside the sort of the giveaway aspect of it where you can win something yeah. potentially. Th- think about those rewards. There's a lot of really good stuff in there, I think, already. I don't think we actually have to talk too much about other stuff to add in on top. Maybe we can just talk about a couple of, you know, what might work particularly well there, what maybe has sure. worked less well that we've seen in the past. So where I'm going to start is maybe on the things that I'm less excited about that traditionally don't seem to work too well. And a custom video or a Q&A sort of answering a question kind of thing, that hardly ever works. The only instances we've seen that sort of thing work before is when it is a real celebrity who you quite literally Mm -hmm. could not pay to spend time with. Even if it's someone who is like a super successful author, but it's actually not too difficult to reach them on Twitter, for example, tends to not be be so effective normally. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't necessarily go with that one. Same for the discounts. Discounts yeah. on items for this kind of audience. It's if, if they wanted the book or if they wanted the course, which also, again, is, is super reasonably priced, they would be able to afford it. It's not going to be something that's, you know, going to motivate them super well in our experience at that price point. So th- those yeah. are the things that I would say probably we, I would be less bullish about. I would not use those to begin with. I would maybe consider adding them in later if the other stuff isn't working because obviously you, you can iterate, you can you can swap things out. What I really liked was the very first thing that you said, which was the chapter of the book that you wrote but you didn't publish. And that's one of the rewards that we've seen work very, very well when it's combined with that sort of angle of exclusivity. Mm-hmm. So if there is a story about that chapter, or if you can add something potentially to that chapter or another chapter, an earlier draft of the book, something there where you can say, hey, I wrote this thing and I really agreed with it at the time. I still think it might be right, but I didn't feel quite confident enough to put it in the book. So, hey, there's mm-hmm. this thing, it's probably really interesting. I'm not 100% sure it's right, but if you make a couple of referrals, I'll let you read it and you let me know what you think. That mm-hmm. kind of exclusivity works super well. That sort of like unique idea, that mm-hmm. angle. If it's pitched correctly, people love it. So I, I love that. It's free, it's cheap, it's easy for you to do, completely automated. Love that as a reward. Charity thing, I love that idea. Depending on your audience, obviously it depends on how well you pitch mm-hmm. it, right? It can't just be as simple as like, well, I'm going to give a dollar to some random charity because there's no connection there. There's no, you know, well, why don't they just give the dollar instead of sharing? Do you, do you really yeah. think that a dollar for, you know, for something is worth my time to, to go and, you know, my reputation to share? No, of course not. But if there's some, you know, connection behind it, some story behind it works super well. And yeah. that's the kind of thing where you might want to have it as like, a reward that you have all of the time. Mm -hmm. But equally, it might be the kind of thing that you don't have as a regular reward. And just Mm -hmm. every now and again, you say, hey, if you refer this week, I'm also going to donate to this charity. And let's see if we can together hit 100 referrals. So if we hit $100, I will double it. Because you don't want to do the giveaway kind of thing where people win and others don't. But you can still add in some urgency even without that by doing it this way, right? What else did we have that was in there? like the short twitter content ideation course thing that i was gonna gonna record myself doing like walking through my own process again it depends on your audience and this is what we say to every creator who we work with 
you know your audience better than we will ever do. You know mm-hmm. what they will be attracted to and whatnot. We tend to find that creating a resource specifically for people who've made a certain number of referrals normally isn't worth the effort. Mm-hmm. Normally, you'd be better off just creating the resource, giving that away, and giving like a specific, unique sort of angle on it, giving early access to it to people who you know make referrals, something like that. Because creating content only for a small portion, especially in your case where not the entire your entire email audience isn't necessarily too interested in Twitter. That's not primarily why many of them signed up in the first place. So it's only going to be attracting a couple of them anyway. Same reason why we don't normally do like free books and free products and stuff, because obviously Mm -hmm. some of them will already have bought it. The most engaged ones who are most likely to share will have most of the stuff already. So it's not where I would start. I think the compared to other things like the effort involved and also like the the limiting of the, the value of that for everybody who actually would get value out of it. Probably not great. On the other hand, if you put together like a mini sheet or something saying, hey, here is how to share something really effectively on Twitter to help other people take notice of good ideas that you're spreading, go and try now with your referral link. And then when you make five referrals, here is the sheet that will show you how I think you should probably attempt it in the future. That kind Mm. of thing could be interesting. Another thing that we you haven't talked about at all, but that is super powerful, is this idea of a an intrinsic reward. So obviously we talked about just the intrinsic motivation, why somebody would go and share in the first place without even being needed to, to be rewarded. What we don't really have in, in yet, but that is super powerful, is this idea of, well, what can you give somebody that if they shared it with three friends would unlock value for all of them? Whether that's a set of exercises maybe that they could do to help each other improve their Twitter performance, a set of questions they could use to check in each week to help them with, I don't know, their bootstrapping sort of stress levels or emotional state or something. If there is something that's genuinely useful for them to do with four, five, maybe even 10 other founders or other people, well, of course, they're going to go and share it with them, right? Because it's something then for everybody. They're not profiting from their friends, helping their friends by sharing with them even more directly because of the reward. That's a great idea. Now I just need to find a way of doing it. Yeah, that, that is really cool. <laughs> I, 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 I like this because it is um, is definitely community empowerment idea, like a little small referral community, people who know each other but definitely something that I would love to have in the first place. You know, like this is something that I would like to give to people even outside of this reward structure, but it is an interesting thing to, uh, to try in the reward structure as an exclusivity thing. Yeah. And there are two other things I want to touch on quickly on the rewards before we talk maybe a little bit about the, the levels of them. One of those that you actually mentioned was this idea of giving a shout out either in the newsletter or on Twitter to people. Mm -hmm. I think that, especially for you, like you mentioned, with it being a personal newsletter, people want to read your take on something rather than just about something, right? They want to hear your yeah. voice, your opinion, they respect you, they want to hear from you. Yeah. And also, they're bootstrappers mainly, they want to be exposed to other people in that audience, most of them, even if it's not necessarily their target audience themselves. I really like the idea of having that feedback loop of closing it and saying thank you to people who shared to give them a shout out just to say thanks for supporting you know we've maybe made this donation in your name or you know just thank you for being one of our top supporters this week or this month someone to look at who does this really really well is a a really smart marketer called Aleda Solis and she has a SEO FOMO newsletter that goes out every week for the SEO news industry and she does such a good job of closing that feedback loop of normalizing sort of sharing and referring 
by giving a, a shout out on Twitter saying thank you, including the top five referrers inside of the newsletter each week and saying thank you so much to them. So definitely recommend giving giving that a go for sure. There's just one more thing like we were talk I was talking about like a hand signed copy of the books, like something yes. that what do you think about that? I like that. I like it. I don't honestly know how well it will work for you. If you think people would want it, if you've seen it be something that people were willing to, for example, pay extra for in the past, if people have asked you if you would sign it, I think it's a really nice story. I think it can work really well. Obviously, the sort of the more famous that you are and the the rarer it is to be able to get the hand-signed copy, the, the more people will have interest in it. But it's definitely going to perform way better than just a normal copy of the book that isn't signed, for example. I think anything that can be personal in that sense is super powerful, whether it's that or whether it's, you know, even like I will hand sketch a quick something or I'll like mark one of the pages that I think will be particularly interesting for you, right? Anything that's a little bit more creative like that works super well. And then the only thing that you don't have, which is the other thing I was going to say quickly, is you don't have anything that's sort of like scarcity based. Now, obviously, that's a little bit of a tricky one, especially with that kind of personal audience. Something other people are doing in your situation that does work really well is to have a section inside of the newsletter. that is It's like a little extra thought, an extra tip, a link, a resource, something really small that takes you hardly any time to put together and that you can unlock access to it with one or two or three referrals. So... Just an extra thought, an extra tip, a joke, an impression, something, a find of the week that only people who are real fans who've made two or three referrals can, can get access to. And that mm. tends to work well because people will be scrolling through the newsletter and they will see this blurred out section at the end and they will go, hmm, why can't I see this? There's something mm. there. I want to know what it is. <laughs> so, so it really gets them thinking. And it's, it's a little bit more pushy but the, the newsletter should obviously still be really valuable without it right it shouldn't be hiding any of the the most amazing most valuable stuff but it's just a little extra fun thing to do okay yeah that's interesting and i probably have a, an issue understanding digital scarcity <laughs> to be quite honest you know yes. because it doesn't really exist like we make it happen like artificially and <laughs> i've never thought about that yeah. before hmm. Yeah, so those are all ideas. Um, thinking about how to, to, to put those together. I think the, the nice thing that we don't really have to talk about that too much because you don't have a cost associated with them. So we don't have to go through and work out, well, how much should I be spending per referral and things like that. If you're not doing any of the free stuff, you also don't need to worry about devaluing, you know, things that people would purchase by saying, what, he's giving away this $50 course for three referrals? That must mean it's mm. actually worth like $5 and he's making me, you know, yeah. he's thinking he thinks I'm a fool or something like that, right? So you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. What I would recommend is having one to three rewards between one and 10. So mm -hmm. as low as possible, right? You're trying to get as many people as possible to think, if I go and share once on Twitter, I'm probably going to get at least some of these rewards. I would start with one, then three, then five or eight and then go into 10 15 and maybe 20 and so on i think having something that's higher that's more exclusive i think that can work really well so i think that would be the signed copy of the book for example or some one-on-one -on -one time with you like a virtual coffee maybe could also mm -hmm. work well for like 50 referrals i personally wouldn't go any higher than that unless you're going to do like a a t-shirt that's like got a really unique design on it or a hoodie or really you know some of the things I've seen work best there are like, they go completely the opposite direction and they say, you've got to make a thousand or 2000 referrals for this, mm -hmm. but it's going to be really crazy. And it's the thing that gets people talking and it's the thing they'll talk about when they share. So they'll say, help me get this crazy mm -hmm. thing. 
And for that, I've seen everything from somebody gave away, I think, 50 pounds of elk meat because it was related to the newsletter. Somebody gave away a flag that was flown in a US Navy um, fighter jet during some excursion. And then Trevor McKendrick actually did my favorite one, which was, he said, if you make 2000 referrals, I will buy you a billboard in the middle of San Francisco and put whatever you want on it for a month in your name. (laughs) Nobody made it. Yeah. But a lot of people tried really, really hard. That is funny. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I would, I would have to think about that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, I never really thought about my audience as uh, somebody who, or a group of people who really, really wanted that one particular thing. You know, like uh, it's more a diverse group of founders who all want to have their own business success. That's that's what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Then. Anything I can do to help them get that is something that I would like to do. But yeah, um, one of the things that I that I kind of struggle with, thanks for like starting to talk about this, is like how many referrals are worth what? Because if this is like a succession of one, three, eight, ten, or something like this, like we were talking about the bonus chapter, right? Is that a one referral thing or is that a five referral thing? Like I, I have a hard time kind of figuring out in what order these things should happen. Yes, and there's there's no right answer to that because we're not talking about monetary things, right? So we're yeah. not worried about devaluing a specific course, for example, and we're also not worried about spending too much for like three referrals and being, oh no, I have to send people a t-shirt for three referrals when a subscriber only makes me $6 or something yeah. like that. So we don't have to do that calculation here, which we could talk about at some point you know, in the future for others. What I would say there is you want the first reward to be something that is of instant value, mm-hmm. something that doesn't devalue the others. So the shout outs, for example, you wouldn't make those your first reward. You want that to be something that's a little bit more exclusive, but the free chapter probably is something that you would choose as like the one referral one, for example, or the three referral one. And I think you just have to sort of think about it in your head. What do you think the perceived sort of value order would be for a subscriber? Nobody externally can tell you that only (laughs) you will know that better than anybody else. Okay. Yeah, this, uh, that's that's the thing because it, depending on on what I go for, right? Then you have to kind of sort them because like the the donation, for example, if that was in there, that also feels like an immediate hit. Like with every person that you that you get to to sign up for the newsletter, you have helped somebody else. That is a direct impact that I feel. Yeah, and that's where I think you you would get the best results by taking the donation thing outside. You have yeah. really the two options, which is. You could either take the donation thing and say, well, I'm going to really simplify the rewards and I'm going to make it just simply every referral you make, I'll donate, you know, a dollar in your name, for example, to this place. Mm -hmm. And also, if you actually hit 10 referrals, I will give you this one other thing that's really cool as well. So there's, you know, salt or something in it for you. And that is a valid strategy. People do do this. Personally, I prefer to do it the other way where you say the intrinsic motivation it's already there. You're sharing primarily to help other other founders because that's what I'm trying to do with my newsletter. And as a thank you for helping me do this, for meaning that I don't have to run ads to reach you know more people and help more people, for helping me create value, I'm going to give you these things that are you know they're free for me, but I think you'll like them. I think you'll find them valuable as a thank you. Yep. So you're not earning yep. rewards. You're getting a thank you for doing this. That's the way that I would do it. And then I would take that dollar thing and I would run that as a time limited thing from time to time and i would take that and i would say oh and to start off with for this month only for example or for this week for the first hundred referrals i will double it if we get to this amount i'm at three thousand what did you say or four thousand how many subscribers now 
4.8. So maybe you launch, and I love doing this, by the way, I think this is super effective, is to say, well, we're close to hitting the 5K milestone together. Mm -hmm. Let's try and make referrals. If we can make referrals, if we can hit the 5K by this week, I will double, you know, and, and give that much money to, to charity, for example, yeah. on behalf of everybody. You see that coming in from like Twitch streamers and YouTubers and even podcasters. Yeah. I think that's something you can you can take from them and, and, and emulate and it seems to work really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's everything that I had on my on my mind for this stuff. I think you have a you know the basis of some really fun stuff there. And it's just a question of trying out the different things, getting the messaging right and you know, playing around with it for a month or two, seeing how it goes. I'm very grateful for this conversation. That really gave me some some insight into uh, the the psychology of people, and, and and thank thank you for sharing like your internal data, I guess, on what worked and what didn't. I think that is something um, incredibly valuable. So now I have to ponder. Well, you have to ponder. You have to try, and then we have to hopefully talk about it at some point in the future. See how it's going. See if there's any yeah. you know improvements we can make, and yeah catch up and see how it went. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Do you have a, a cadence for that usually with, with people using Sparkloop, like checking back in with them? We do for, so we have a, a what we call our concierge program, which is where we'll, you know, we'll have an account manager who will walk you through this with a couple of strategy calls, a pre-launch call. And then normally it's after a month, we check back in and do the audit. It really depends on whether you launch with like a big splashy giveaway or if you do more of a standard referral milestone program but generally it tends to be after about a month you'll have enough data to take a look and you can look in and say well 2,000 people visited the referral landing page so people are clearly sharing it's just the conversion rate is terrible so you need to you know to change the landing page which happens quite a lot or only a few people shared but it's the ones who have really big audiences of their own so you obviously have like the the higher end referral rewards are correct because it's motivating the the people with large audiences but it's not really motivating the people who would make one or two or three referrals. So maybe we need to add in something on the lower end or replace that or something like that. Mm -hmm. Do you suggest doing like a big giveaway launch or is it something that I just gradually or just randomly, I guess, introduce into the newsletter, the, the referral system itself? So there's definitely no right answer to this. What we don't suggest doing, the only thing we know that doesn't work or hardly ever works, is introducing the milestone referral program and a giveaway at the same time because mm-hmm. it's information overload for people they're there to read a newsletter they just want some fun stuff that they get you know when they share for free basically that's nice and easy to do mm-hmm. so what we'll say is if you're thinking of running a giveaway and a milestone referral program which is a really good idea either start just with the giveaway and the advantage of that is that you can even use some of the rewards for it and mm-hmm. test it to see if you actually want to turn those into full-on milestone rewards that you keep for a long time or just kind of like slip in the referral section into the newsletter don't tell anyone about it just make sure that nothing's broken that everything's working properly that Mm -hmm. it's not you know receiving zero referrals that it is at least working a little bit and then after a week two editions send out a dedicated email to people who are already on the list saying hey you might have noticed this we have this referral program now and I'm going to take a few seconds as a one-off just to explain why I think these rewards are really cool, why I think you should share, where you should share, and to say thank you, basically. Okay. Yeah, that, that feels more aligned with how I usually deal with my audience. <laughs> you know, Giving them the, the agency to find it for themselves instead of trying to hyper-motivate them. So, okay. Thanks, thanks for yeah, giving me these options. That's very, very interesting. Thank you. Yeah, happy to, to share. I mean, the thing about a referral program, right, with word of mouth, 
it's about long-term sustainable engaged growth right we're trying to to do this in a way that's going to help you grow at a constant rate hopefully for months and years rather than a big splashy launch next week that will get a load of subscribers at once and then nothing for <laughs> the rest mm -hmm. of the time so it's it's there for the long haul hopefully mm -hmm. i have to do a lot of thinking a lot of ordering and a lot of, a lot of uh, <laughs> prioritizing i guess but uh, it'll be it'll be a fun project and i i really really appreciate uh, the the plethora of information that i found on on sparkloop itself like your little, little knowledge base or reward database that you have that was that was quite uh, insightful i really like it oh well, thank you for the kind words let's uh, let's leave it on that glowing note so i will uh, include in the show notes where people can find you obviously you're avid avid carl on uh, twitter and mm. is it the bootstrapped founder I think so. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be. I got both domains, but it's the in the brand. So that's that's okay. What it is, the Thebootstrapfounder.com. People can go in and check out your well, book and your your newsletter and the podcast as well. Yeah, so many things. I gotta get back to making them. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do now. Perfect. Thank you so much, Albert. Oh uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Send and Grow podcast. If you liked what you heard, here are three quick ways that you can show your support. Number one leave us a five-star rating or review in the podcast app of your choice. Number two, email or DM me with some feedback, with your questions, or with suggestions for future episodes. And finally, number three, share your favorite quote from the episode on social media and tag both me and our guest. All of the links for that are available in the show notes, and whatever option you choose, I am really grateful for your support. Thanks, and see you next week.